Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Today's episode is sponsored by Kith and Kin Travels. Dina at Kinship Vacations helps geeky families plan vacations all over the world. She takes the stress out of traveling by doing things like booking your flight, handling your hotel, planning guided tours and dining reservations, and everything you need to have a great vacation. She also understands traveling with kids, so if you're planning a vacation with a family, you definitely want someone like Dina in your corner to make sure everything runs smoothly. To book your next vacation with Dina, head to kithandkintravels.com and follow Kith and Kin Travels online. Before the episode, we wanted to thank our Patreon supporters of the week. So thank you, Victoria, Diana, Rhiannon, Nicole, Danielle, Pamela, Kelsey, Kelly, Grace, and Ellen. We really appreciate your support and helping us do all the things that we're doing, including this podcast. And if you'd like to join them, you can head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek and check out all of the cool rewards over there. And for those of you who are heading to San Diego Comic-Con this year, we'll be announcing our panel schedule soon. So follow Sartorial Geek for the latest details on that. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan and Janae, and I'm here with Liz Crowder Sirota. What's up? Um, so I don't... I don't know if this is exactly going to be a recommendations episode, but yes, it, it probably is. will end up. I was going to say, we just kind of recommend things constantly, even if we're not being asked. Even if you don't want us to, we <laughs> shout <laughs> recommendations into your face. Um, but the thing we wanted to talk about today is that, I guess this was two weeks ago, Liz found out that I had never seen Ugly Betty. Yeah, like what? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you made me watch the first episode. I did. I felt like like, right before the end. I turned to the couch and was like, this is what we're doing now. You were actually trying to get me to watch what we do in the shadows. And I was like, fuck that. (laughs) Watch everybody. You will be happy when you watch that, too. I promise. I promise. But this seemed more important. I mean, this is definitely more (laughs) overdue. (laughs) Like, what we do in the shadows just came out. This is... When did it come out? Like years old. We were in college. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. It probably came out like right when we started school. I think so. Like my 07, 08 maybe? Maybe that's why I didn't watch it because I didn't have a TV. Okay, girl, neither did I. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's not a good excuse because <laughs> I've seen every episode. Well, it's on Hulu. So yes. thank you, Hulu, for having this. I watched so and Liz for telling Jordan about it. And Liz, I couldn't stop for even one second. Like I watched it. I watched it on like the train home from Philly. I watched it every day and night since then. I'm not I still have a season left because they're like really long seasons. They're like yeah, a, they're pretty long. A bunch of episodes, like over like twenty or something. And I do um, think it got canceled. So, is there an abrupt ending? No, I think that it makes sense. Okay, so and we're not talking about the closer. end. Yeah. But. So if anyone like also hasn't seen it and you want to 
don't worry, we're not going to spoil it. Also, guys, don't spoil this 10-year-old show for Jordan. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know how it ends. Even I though it ended a decade ago. I know. It was really crazy. I was looking, I was like, you know, looking it up. I think I was actually on IMDb because there are different, um, different actors. And I was like, who is this person? They look familiar. And I was like, oh my God, the show ended, yeah, like a decade it's ago. Like 2010. It's so crazy. Uh-huh. It's 2010. Yeah. So, but, um, but I love it. And I posted, we were talking about it on Instagram earlier and I think there were more comments than like maybe anything else we've ever posted. Mm, the David Turner, Michael Sheen post. Oh yeah. Got a, a lot. Of so we can tell what, we can tell what you all like. It's the same things that we like. One of them is clearly Ugly Betty, which I am all about. But also, like, it is a perfect... So, I it's think It's a this, perfect what, though? Well, it's a perfect... <laughs> it's perfect for what the magazine and blog do, but it's also kind of perfect for me. Like, it's so weird that this 10-year-old show happened at, like literally the perfect time. So we've talked about this on the podcast before. Liz is like my stylist, but she's not actually paid to be my full-time stylist. No, unfortunately, I'm not I wish paid for a lot of shit. I do for us. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. So, like, if you were actually styling me every day, I wouldn't have any of these problems. No. Like, unfortunately you live your own life. Um, we yeah, don't live near It's too bad, isn't it? Oh, it's unfortunate. So, we've been ta- like, I mean, okay, I am like a grown adult. I technically run like a fashion company, which you is you do, goofy. you do, you you can say it. it. Well, it's I mean, thankfully, it's like everyday fashion instead of like high fashion. So I'm not like designing or things like that. Yeah, but I'm it's not high fashion either. Yeah. Fashion is like my happy place. Well, total same. Like I can't even, I can't even think about anything. Like that is hard for me. So I can't even imagine doing anything. It's hard for you to think is what you're telling them. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. even, even just getting dressed every day does not, is not an easy part of my process. Yeah. Well, so Liz and I have been talking. I mean, we've had the magazine for like a year and a half. Actually, basically exactly a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and so me just not really knowing a lot about fashion is sort of uh, not great um, for, for my life and for the things I do for a living. <laughs> both, both of those are good reasons to be better at this. So it's been sort of like... It's been on my, like, um, New Year's resolutions every year to, like, pay more attention, read more about fashion, like, care more. Care. Give a shit. I don't. Yeah, I haven't succeeded yet. And then something about, like, that being in the back of my head, us doing this type of thing with Sartorial Geek, and then (laughs) Ugly Betty was just, like, the, the last... It was not the last straw in a bad way. It was the last straw in, like, a positive way. Like, it was, like, the final thing that made me be like this is what this is what I'm I doing. I feel like you can say final straw a positive final straw in a positive way. I don't think I yeah. think that the context will tell you whether it's a positive or negative final final straw. Well, so I think you could, I think that's all encompassing. 
in an act of being the positive. Oh, the words are just not flowing today. (laughs) Uh, Ugly Betty just happened at this time where, like, okay, so if anyone hasn't seen it, why don't you give a brief overview of, like, what, like, if anyone has no idea what the show is, which would be hard to do, but. Well, you didn't. So. Yeah, I knew ish. Like I was like, I know I've seen the posters. Yeah, and I get a vibe, but I yeah. didn't really know what the show was about. Oh, okay. So, Ugly Betty is about um, a character named Wait for It Betty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her name is Betty Suarez, uh, and she's got zero fashion skills at all. But she gets a job. She's a really good writer. And she gets a job at a fancy fashion magazine. Not because she's a good writer or because she's pretty or fashionable. But because uh, the guy who runs the magazine, I think he runs it. um, He has a son who's just, like, known for getting into trouble with women and, like, sleeping with the secretaries. And he's like, oh, her. He definitely won't. Sleep with her. I know, it's and that's so sad. the premise. I mean, he. I mean, it, it makes sense. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> she like doesn't. She's like a sweetheart and a very talented writer, but she doesn't look like his normal his his normal like girlfriend. I use the term girlfriend loosely. Right. She's also such. I mean, I guess you don't know this right at the beginning, but she's such like a no bullshit person. Like she would never sleep with her boss. You know what I mean? Like right. she wouldn't, she wouldn't even besides the way she looks like her personality. I feel like she would never mix. So like, but things. the dad who hires her does not know that he just right, knows that his true. son won't go for it. Yeah. In his head. He's like, Oh, this is not his, his, uh, demographic (laughs) yeah uh and so he hires her and then the show is just like how that all plays out and it's so great because it's not a makeover show like it's not like she gets into the fashion world and then like works there for a couple months and then like changes to conform to the way other people expect her to be like she i mean she definitely grows but i like that the show like it does, she does it on her own terms. Like she has moments where she's like, Oh, fashion isn't stupid. Okay. I like care about this thing a little bit more now. Or like she gets older. I just watched, there's, I just watched an episode where she was like, she was in charge of the office for a day and she was trying to be like, trying to be in charge. So she wears all black and her family is like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> excellent work. And they have this whole scene because her nephew is super, super fashionable and, he like, is. incredible and always is giving her tips slash telling her what she's doing And wrong. she's, like, a super traditionally attractive sister. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the best part, though, is she's wearing this, like, I wouldn't say it's a sleek black outfit, but it is, like, it is more along the lines of what you would expect than she's ever worn before. And so then she like leaves the kitchen to go to work. And on the back of her dress is this like neon pink and green bow. And they're like, Oh God, you're so close. <laughs> but <laughs> that's her full vibe is totally. like loud patterns and bright colors and like chunky statement necklaces that she stole from her grandma. Or it looks like she like, there are so many pearls on that necklace. I can't. Yeah. I so cannot. Many. <laughs> so many. 
And they're like big. They're not small pearls. Yeah. They're very large. Yeah. Yeah. She has the opposite. So like she has a very, very opposite uh, fashion vibe than I do where like I, when I don't know what I'm doing, instead of being super loud and like mixing things that look insane together, I do the opposite where I take like no risks and it's like a t-shirt. I will say that's also probably cultural too. Oh yeah. Because she is, is she Mexican American? Yeah. Yeah. So like that's a, they're like playing up her culture a bit too, which makes sense. Like that is very fitting. Totally. Like all of her clothes and all of her colors and all of her patterns like fit that. It kind of looks like the house that she's living in, honestly. That was when you started talking. I was thinking about that too. Like, I mean, it is still a TV show and it is sort of, it's like telenovela E at times. Like it is overly well, it is dramatic because it and was, things. It was adapted from a, a Colombian telenovela. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like completely extreme like that like it's not like you're you know what I mean like it it isn't the same as watching like I feel like Jane the Virgin is very Jane the Virgin dramatic came it is dramatic because they play up their whole the whole point of that is to just play up that that telenovela trope and it's very like on the nose and they know exactly what they're doing if they were doing it in a way that wasn't so self-aware jane the virgin would not work totally it would just be it would it would literally be too dramatic for a soap opera which (laughs) which is like what that's not a thing that happens Uh, yeah so yeah so i feel like ugly betty isn't that like so just if you're expecting that type of vibe it's not that extreme but it is like there are a lot of similar things where like everyone's sleeping with everyone and there are like babies that are used as like plot points and people die. Like it has those oh, like, very, very, Jane very the extreme. Those yeah. things that you're saying are all very Jane the Virgin and two like they're not the same because one came before the other. So everybody came first and I can't imagine a universe in which the people who created Jane the Virgin didn't watch Ugly Betty. Yeah, so if you like that, I mean, basically if you're like me and somehow missed Ugly Betty, but didn't miss Jane the Virgin, like, go back and enjoy it, because it'll be... It's different, but it's wonderful. Yes, definitely different. But also, like, the, the protagonists are both writers, and, like, trying to make... So there are so many similarities. Yeah. Um, they're just... They're not the same show. They're just yeah. not the same show. Yeah. The, is totally different. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like, so I feel like I started watching the show and I was like, oh, cool. These characters are like so stereotypical. Like I could have, if you like gave me the plot of this show, I could have like placed all these characters here, but they don't stay like that. And they they have like really interesting character arcs throughout the seasons that I think are great. Which if you're if you want to like look for a pattern and good writing in general, whether it's a TV show, a novel, a short story, it's the character can't stay the same or yeah. it doesn't work. Like there has to be a 
they can get worse or they can get some better. of them get worse definitely it, yeah so it has to go in a direction but they can't stay static for the whole for the duration of the show or like why am i watching this that's true yeah yeah and i like i really like the way that played out in all of them like it's not i don't know i mean i have a lot of like I don't know if it's like baggage or hangups or what. I have a lot of like feelings about fashion and they're not all good. Um, And so it is cool for me to watch a show where like so many things that I thought I would hate and so many people that I was like rolling my eyes at become like, I, I really care about them. I like change my opinion about things and people, which is great as I'm watching it before before we started recording, we were talking about like who, not like who we are in the show, but like characters that we, like I picked a character that I, not that I think you're the same as her, but like I, you know, I, I connect the two of you and I think it's probably obvious which character I relate <laughs> most to <laughs> the, the uh, protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> The main character. Yeah, like, we're obviously very different in a lot of ways, but a lot of the, like, okay, I'm in this industry, but I don't really know what I'm doing here, and I have a lot of concerns. Um, We, Betty and I, have a lot in common. Um, I actually texted Liz. I just watched, I think it's in season three, there's this, there's this moment where she is in charge of a show at fashion week and it's like this really bizarre designer and she's sort of like, I'm not the person for this. This is not what I wanted to do. And then because she has to go through the process of getting to know the designer in order to be able to translate it to a show, she has this moment where she's like, basically this like come to Jesus moment about fashion where she's like, Oh my God, I get it. Like, it's not, it's not like as shallow as I thought it was. It's like a way to present, like it's art. Like it's basically like presenting the things that are the things that you're thinking about, the parts of your personality, like whatever, like things about you. It's a way to like, present that to the world in a way that it can be really interesting and freeing and amazing. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Like, I think I had, I obviously knew all that stuff, but I think I still get trapped in this idea of like fashion is a waste of money and it's a waste of time. And it's like just a way to like, like I still have all those like middle school hangups that are like, the way you look is not who you are and like the, the things you wear are not, they don't define you or like whatever, but that's such a weird negative. Well, so they don't define you. And I don't think that's a good way to like think about clothes or how you dress yourself. So like fashion doesn't have to be like shit you go out and buy. Right. Like you could take, So I grew up super poor, um, and I think this is how I started just getting creative with the shit that I did have, because I was like, well, I don't talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't like humans. True. I'm very introverted. I'm super shy. But for some reason, 
I could like take what I had in my house, wear it in a way that nobody else would possibly think to wear it. Um, and then that was somehow my way of like showing everybody who I was as a person without having to like talk to them. And that was super fun for me. So I just like doubled down and I don't, it's not like I have training or like I'm a model or I like, I don't like to spend, I spend a bit more money on clothes now just cause I have a full-time job and like, what else am I, I working for? <laughs> but I still like go to thrift stores. I still repurpose. So the other day I realized that I, ha- I bought this like dress that's two pieces from Hello Holiday. And so the top zips up the back, but then also zips to the skirt. And so I disconnected it because the top was just too tight to fit over my boobs. Like I could not close it, but then I flipped it around and then wore it as a vest. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I paid money for this. I'm not going to throw it out. And also like, now this shit looks real cute. (laughs) And so I wear the skirt separate and then I wear the top as a vest. But like, I think it's about breaking rules like you know fucking wear white after labor day who who the fuck cares <laughs> like yeah who totally. cares like there are people who tell you you can't you can you can do whatever you want you can wear a dress with a shirt on top of it you can like wear a dress and fold the top down so that it's a skirt now and then you can wear like a different shirt like you can do there are no rules i think it's and so that's what giving, makes me happy because like, my can heart just, is beating so fast right now. That's so stressful <laughs> to me. No, but just do whatever I the fuck it. you want. You're expressing yourself, um, and you know, like when you put on an outfit that somebody says is fashionable or stylish, or like you saw someone in a magazine wearing, and it looks good on you, but you don't feel good. It ruins your whole day. Yeah, it ruins your whole fucking day. So, like, if you feel best in some sweatpants that are baggy and then a top that is also baggy, you know, they will tell you, you know, fashion is all about balance and like tight with loose. But if that's how you feel the cutest, who the fuck can tell you that's not fashion? Then it is. It just is just like wear whatever makes you happy. Like that's my, that's my fashion philosophy, which is why I just do whatever the fuck I want. And somehow it's worked out where people are like, Oh, you're fashionable. I'm like, okay. If you say so, but I just like, I'm making shit up. Cause I looked in my closet and I was like, here's what will make me happy today. And then that's what I put the fuck on. I love that so much. (laughs) Well, you can do it too. I mean, I'm trying, (laughs) I'm, I'm making like a new year's resolution in the middle of the year. It's like a new life resolution. Why not? You can make here. Okay. Prime example. Fucking make resolutions every damn day. If you want to. Yeah. You don't have to just do it on the first of, of the, the first day of the year. Well, great. Because (laughs) that is my new, I mean, I think also warm weather is a fun time. Like fall is very fun because there are layers. Warm weather is nice because it's like, there's less to think about like winter for me, especially living in a city is kind of tricky because it isn't so much just like, what do I want? It's like, will I survive the day? If I'm wearing this, will I freeze to death? So summer is kind of fun because I don't have to, there, there aren't a lot of like external factors that I have to figure in. I can kind of just wear whatever. Also I'm like, I feel like such a day. I'm the luckiest person in the world. Like I work alone most of the time I can literally wear whatever I like that I have no dress code there 
not only are there no rules to fashion, but there are literally no rules to like what I can wear because I'm doing my own thing. Um, and I want to like not waste that. Like that's such a, I'm so lucky that I can do that, that I want to like, basically the only thing stopping me from appreciating fashion is myself. And so I want to stop stopping myself from enjoying it. So, um, I guess all that to say like one, thank you, Liz, for being like a fashion (laughs) icon in again, in like an accessible way where it's like you just said, it's not like you, it's not like you like formally studied this and like I did know not. I just know what I like I know what I think not even what I look good in what I feel good in which is like so I designed my own wedding dress because I was looking for something hyper specific which is how I shop I know exactly what I want and then I type that into Google <laughs> and like hope against hope that it shows up like my necklace that like for my wedding that went all yeah. the way down my back I was like I'm sure those exist <laughs> So I just Googled it. So then for my wedding dress, I was like looking for, I wanted it to be high low. I wanted like high waisted. I wanted the top to be lace, but scoop neck, which like people don't make scoop neck wedding dresses. It's all the strapless or like that V. I'm not like, I could look like a porn star on my wedding day, but that's not the vibe (laughs) that I'm going going for. Me specifically. Like that's not my vibe. Porn star isn't my vibe. And I have porn star tits like I just do yeah. <laughs> I just do like there's nothing that can be done but like I that feel would be best. a very easy route for you to go dressing. <laughs> I know I would just like wear a v-neck yeah. honestly and I was like yeah. I don't want that and so I realized I'm gonna have to fucking make it I'm gonna have to make yeah. it so I did I just like I wanted like a scoop neck I wanted a low back I wanted to be able to wear a real bra with like straps mm-hmm. on it I wanted sleeves I wanted high low I wanted like 800 layers of tool and so I had Maggie make that for me and then how many people asked me where I bought my dress Everyone. right and like I didn't make that for anybody I didn't make it for fashion because fashion said that no one wants to buy this I made it for myself no. and now everyone wants it Plus, so, you were so smart when you were talking about the other dress that you have. You made your wedding dress in two pieces so that you can wear the skirt again. Oh, yeah. I did. Which is, like, the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, because, you know, you just want some options. Like, I probably don't want to wear my full wedding dress ever again. But <laughs> even, like, the top. It's a you body wear that with, like, yeah. I could wear it with, other with, like, um, shorts. Swear to God. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> I could wear it with high-waisted shorts. Shut up. Yeah. You're so right. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are no rules. Just wear whatever makes you feel happy. And clothes make me really happy. And that was another piece of advice that you gave me that has been... Honestly, this is what I did the last time I went shopping. This, I think this was the best advice that you could give someone who is scared or like either like doesn't like shopping or is kind of like scared to because they don't know what to do to take an outfit that you already have. That's your favorite outfit. Mm -hmm. Like the one that you feel the best in, see what those pieces are and then just buy more of that. Like just buy the exact same thing in different colors or fabrics or the same colors. here's Here's a crazy idea, which I wish women did more of. 
buy a uniform. It could be the same color. Yeah. <laughs> you can wear the same fucking thing every single day and no one can tell you no. You can like be Janelle Monet. Yeah. Like wear a tux everywhere you go and no like men do it. Yeah. You're so right. why not? Like if you ha- if you like black jeans and like a black shirt and then like black shoes, buy five different pairs of black pants with the same black shirt that you like and wear it. Do you know how much stress that takes out of your day if you don't like to dress yourself knowing like this is the outfit that makes me happy? Why can't you wear the same thing every day? And you're so right. So like, like Joey has, I think three or four pairs of pants that he just cycles through. And then literally, like you just said, like found a t-shirt that he likes and bought 15 of them. Yep. And guess and they're a black t-shirt. Nobody. So like, yeah. if that's your vibe, copy and paste that shit. Oh <laughs> Wear it every goddamn day. Why? Like literally why can't you? Why? Can't yeah. You? And especially if like getting dressed in the morning is hard like if, For you, that, yeah. if that is like a if that is your least favorite part of your day or like a stressful part of your day I think that is the best advice ever where yeah. at least you know you have this like arsenal of an outfit that you love yeah and you can still get creative and do something different when you want but you when can you do accessories with that outfit you can like yeah. wear a heel or like a chunky boot instead of a flat like there are things you can do for me that would be stifling just right. because I need to, I need to just mix because it it's up. fun for you and being so creative fun is for me. The fun it makes me it's part. like as happy it makes me as happy as like baking does. like I just love it I love it I get so much joy out of it the it, the best part of my day is like I look myself in the face in the mirror and I'm like how are we feeling today like are we feeling whimsical are we feeling a bit more buttoned up and then I just open my closet and like find the things <laughs> that make me the happiest and then put them on and it changes every single day and that's I love so it great. I love it I would be so sad if I couldn't do that <laughs> well and I guess that's the other thing that we've been talking about where like fashion is different like it's different it's different maybe for you every day it's different at different parts of your life it's yes. different for different people like yeah, your fashion does it's not adaptable. stay the same. It doesn't. It, it doesn't even have to change with trends. It can change like based on who you are. Yeah. And, like, who you are becoming. And it's also that totally makes sense too, because like some of the outfits I'm wearing now, I'm not that different of a person. Well, that's not true. I'm a <laughs> well, pretty different are. person than I was when I was twenty. <laughs> but also like some of these outfits, I mean a twenty year old who like wanted to wear them totally could, but like it is, you know it's different. I'm a different age. I'm living in a different way. Like things about me are different that make my fashion choices make. And you can even like say you're different now than you were, but you have a dress that you've had for 15 years. You can just wear it differently. You don't have to get a new dress. You can just wear it in a new way. I've done that a lot with like dresses that were dresses and now are like very many dresses, but I yeah, love, like, like, insane leggings like right where now. did all this material go? Did it like yeah. magically over time uh-huh. drink each time I watched it? I mean, in my head, yes. Gotta wear it with some pants. Totally, but you're right. That works. Like, it does. That is fun. It does work. It really works. You don't have to spend any extra money. It's so great. Yeah. Mix it up, man. And then also like things you can do, like we've done some like 
clothing swaps before or literally just like we've done like clothing swaps where a bunch of our friends get together and bring stuff and then trade. But we also, I feel like we know each other's styles now. So like we'll just give each other stuff sometimes too. Like I bought a necklace that I think is, Oh, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I'll change my mind and wear it, but I bought it and I was like, if this doesn't work, I'm going to give it to Liz because I think she'll love it. And like, you've given me like clothes you've bought that you're like, I'm not wearing this anymore. So typically but. for me, when I give you stuff, so this is a problem I have a lot where I see stuff that's super cute that I just like won't be comfortable in and I know I won't wear it again. And it's usually because of everything is made for people with smaller boobs than I have. Yeah. So like I see it on the model, I buy it because I think, oh, this will be cute. And then I put it on and I'm like, nope, I am black and I am curvy and I do not have beat tits. Like I just, this is, this is not the vibe that I'm going for. And so then I usually am like, Jordan, I feel like this will be cute. <laughs> this is why when I shop for you, I shop at Lulu's because I can't wear any of that. And that is like, that's something that I think is amazing about like your understanding of clothing is that you can, you like know which types of things like look best on certain bodies. Like again, not that you can't do whatever you want, but you can be like this, this will look good on you or like because of how tall you are you're probably going to like be happier if you have like shoes with more. Yeah. So for or, to put you know. that into some kind of context, cause I don't always tell you what's happening behind the scenes when I pick your outfits. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, cause I think, I think that any body type can wear anything they want. Like if you, if you're like a size 16, but you love spandex, like put that shit on. Like (laughs) there's no rule for like what you can or cannot wear. But I'm thinking also of your personality Mm -hmm. and like, I feel like you you would be most comfortable in. And I think, so like those pants, you were like, can I wear these? They were like Palazzo pants. And like, yes, you could. But then I think of you walking up, all day like being at cons tripping over like the extra material mm-hmm. at, like the bottom of your and then you because you're not tall enough you don't have enough space for that material to go but like on the floor yeah. uh, and that's just not gonna work you're gonna be uncomfortable you're not gonna like it and so I say maybe don't buy those <laughs> yeah no and I think that's great because I mean I think it's exactly what you I think that makes a ton of sense. Whereas like, there are no rules. If your heart is set on this, do it. No one can tell you no, if you want it. But also there are things that like, because of what you want to get out of your outfit, some things will be easier or harder. Yeah. It's more about how you feel and less about how you look. Yeah. That's my vibe. No, that's totally true though. Because like, I, yeah, I'm walking all the time. So like me wearing pants that are hard to walk in is not, which is also why I don't wear model. You're not thinking about that. You're like, well, they said it's fashion though, (laughs) (laughs) but it has to be like, I am a big proponent of like a functional fashion. And I, so my vibe is comfort, which seems insane because I'm always wearing crazy outfits, but like if I'm not, if it doesn't feel comfortable, like if it's too, I don't like things that are too tight. Like I don't Mm -hmm. like things that are like form 
fitting. I love the fit and flare. Like I just, so I can't like, so my vibe is like, I just above all, I want to be cute as hell, but if I'm not comfortable, then I I don't want to be cute. Like I choose comfort every single time. Well, I'm like, even like the fabrics have, uh, affect that too. So like, it's not even necessarily what the piece of clothing is. It's like, what is it made of? Is that going to be comfortable? Mama needs stretch. Like, <laughs> also the good thing about clothes that stretch is you don't really outgrow them. You don't, like if you get bigger, if you get smaller, which you know your body fucking fluctuates. It just does. That's what human bodies do. You don't have to throw out your clothes because you bought like these one very structured like size two jeans when you were eighteen, and now mm-hmm. you can never wear them again. Like just mm-hmm. don't do it. Just don't do it. Let's yep. let's just like set ourselves up for success and not being sad <laughs> and like not having bad body image days. Because if something is stretchy, guess what? If it fits, you're you're still gonna feel great, even if it yeah. fits a little bit differently. That's so true. Yeah, I want to just talk about. Well, I mean, so I want to just get fashion advice from you all the time. And but I, I think you do, don't you? Yes, and it's so great, and I love it so much, and I'm really honestly thankful, because it, the other thing, too, this is, I wasn't even thinking about this, but, like, having a friend who is supportive and honest is really great, too. Like, having someone that you can send a picture of an outfit where you know, like, they're not going to lie to you, but they're also not going to tell you, like, they're they're not gonna like tear you down but they're gonna be honest i think that is like great where it's like okay i see what you're trying to do you can wear this this may make your outfit feel better it's like okay great <laughs> wait didn't we do that with your days. whole we did that with your whole closet you yeah. put on clothes and walked out and i was like yeah. nope Canceled. It was uh, it was Liz's bachelorette party, yeah. and so her and our friend Becca, who uh, does some of the photos on the site, were in my living room, and I did like a fashion show. I was like, I need to clean out my closet, and I'm so stressed out about the idea of like keeping the wrong things, throwing away the wrong things. So I was like, I'm just gonna show you everything, and they like, yes, yes, no. My we both have very great. We both have very um, defined senses of style too like mine is very kind of like wild and whimsical and whatever I feel like doing that day long fully skirts maxi skirts bright colors and she is like very sleek very Mm -hmm. modern very like black Mm -hmm. and so like that juxtaposition I think you got like the best possible deal because (laughs) there are some things I would have been like not enough character and she was like yeah but look at the cut or like look at the cut or like look how sleek yeah. it is or you can like yeah so it was like a good it was a good combo so if you have friends like that and you are like me and really could benefit from it like buy everyone a couple bottles of wine and see if they'll come <laughs> over and help you clean your closet because that is so much better to do not alone especially if that's like very hard for yeah, you if it do. scares you have your friends come over yeah I mean, that's my, that's my life advice for every single thing. If this is scary, ask your friends around. That's how I live my full life. But um, I'm actually the opposite. If something's scary, I need to work through it on my own. I like yeah, don't need no, consensus. People are different. And I that's don't great. need anybody's opinion to make a decision. I, it's actually harder for me. Like the more people who 
who like have input the the more I'm like okay and stop no (laughs) that's enough that's perfect do the thing that works for you if it's better for you to like take all the clothes out of your closet and like work through them on your own do that too here's an easy trick too which is so I work through things on my own and I work through my closet on my own and it is very carefully curated but here's what I do at the end of every year I look in my closet Anything I haven't worn in a year, it goes. I donate yeah, it. Yeah, that's really it good. It has to go. Like, don't, no emotional attachments. And I am so emotionally attached to my clothes. A lot of them are hand-me-downs from my grandma. Like, <laughs> I know. I love how many times I've complimented things you're wearing. And you're like, thanks, this is my grandma's. grandma's yeah, grandma great. So fashionable. Yeah. Um, and then when she gives me stuff, it just looks different on me because I wear it differently and we have different body types and whatever. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, all my stuff is hand-me-downs from my grandma. So, I feel very attached to it because of that emotional connection don't be throw that shit out if you're not gonna wear it it does not need to take up space in your closet well because that's stressful too like I mean I have like it stresses me out to have things that I haven't worn because then I'm like oh I feel bad I should wear this like I'm not going to and then I see it and think about it yes and then it makes getting dressed easier because now you have you have a closet that, that is carefully curated. That's only shit you know you're going to put on. Yeah. So when you open it, like all of that extra, like maybe this, like, no, no, maybe. <laughs> like, it <laughs> was a maybe. I'm going to say no. Get rid of it. What's the point? And I think a year is like a good baseline because then you have, you've gone through all the seasons. So there's no yeah. more excuses left for like why you haven't like, oh, it's hot. Okay. But now it's winter. So right, right. <laughs> and you're still not wearing it. So why don't you donate it to somebody who who can use it, right? Yeah, that's what I do. I think that's so great. Um, so so if you're if you're paying attention to what's happening over at Sartorial Geek, like on the blog and stuff, I I am part of my learning process is going to be trying to like contribute more to the fashion side of things so we shall see how it goes I it'll be great if it's like everything else in my life that I'm trying to learn it will be messy at times so like god only knows if you see me at a convention I'm wearing an outfit that just looks insane you know why it's here's what I'm I will say. To figure all of this out. here's what I will say and I had this thought the other day Um, but I mean, in relation to like my general, my generalized anxiety disorder, it, it doesn't actually matter if it's ugly when you cross the finish line. Like the point is that you cross the finish line. So like, it doesn't have to be this beautiful trajectory. Like it can, you can like, you can be like kicking and screaming and throwing up and and crying. But as long as you're like, you don't even have to cross the finish line if you're headed towards it. Right. Like I it mean, can be ugly. You can be ugly on your way and you can be ugly after you get there. Like that's fine. It only matters that you're trying. And I think that's exactly the, like the piece that are like what I have come to terms with is like, I would rather make some mistakes and like, you know, and do this than like live my whole life being like, Oh, I never really figured out how I like looking like right. I don't want I don't want to never figure that out. So, 
Right. That's yeah. what we're doing right now. So, so God only knows what types of blog posts are going to come from this. But <laughs> it'll be it. interesting, I think. For anyone who's nervous about that, I always get final say before shit gets published. <laughs> so, like, if I see something that's just, like, a no, I'll just make it private and let Jordan think that it's public. <laughs> but no, if you do that, there should be, you should, like, post it somewhere so everyone else can enjoy it. We'll put it in our private, then anyone with a link, I think, can see it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll put maybe in our secret sartorial geek. Ooh, we could do it on Patreon. Oh, hell yeah. Liz will share all my fashion don'ts on Patreon. So come. It's like the opposite of a of a good benefit for for donating. <laughs> it's, um, you get a negative benefit. You get to just troll me as I <laughs> am very vulnerably doing this thing. But, I, okay. but I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm very very happy about it. So if anyone feels like me and is terrified of fashion, let me know. And if you want to do go on this weird journey with me, we sure can. Um, well, you're going on it whether you want to or not. I'm, so. I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I mean everybody's going on oh, it. We're, yeah, all, I mean, we're all in you it. You can we're witness either way. If you yeah. want to join me, I would happily. You can. I'm the one who likes going through this with friends. Or so you can close you want, your eyes and pretend yeah, like it's not totally. happening. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever feels the best to you. Um, yeah. And uh, go watch Ugly Betty because it's a great show. And it literally changed my life. <laughs> Which is such a funny, such a funny thing. Do we have something like real to end on? Um, I don't know. Also, my cat is wailing. Oh, I can't. So can we just hold on for one? Yeah, sure. Second, I need to go check. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Damn, cut the side. One second. (laughs) So, the moral of this episode (laughs) is. Everyone should go watch Ugly Betty. Yes. Um, I will be taking some fashion risk slash learning some things over the next... Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take. I guess that's a question mark. Well, over the next bit of time. Your life. It takes like your well, full... Because yes. it's in constant flux. So Yes. So that's go. something that'll be happening. And, and then, uh, yeah, w- there, there will be... <laughs> There will be interesting things happening from oh, yeah. Sartorial Geek, so yeah. follow, follow. Yeah, there's uh, some stuff. There's some stuff <laughs> going on behind the scenes uh, that is yeah. very exciting. So, so give us a follow if you're not already. Instagram, I think, is the greatest place for that. Yeah. Um, and Patreon is the second greatest place yeah. for that. Agreed. Um, yeah, Patreon is sweet. And we, I think, will be um, doing more... I am intending to put up more behind the scenes things that I haven't done so much of yet, but I think the behind the scenes over here is very strange and funny. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to start sharing more of that over <laughs> on Patreon. Not yeah. for everyone, because I don't think the world is ready for I mean, that. It's but just, you know, it gets a little messy. in Patreon. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> it gets a little weird and messy. Um, This is actually the first podcast, I think, ever that we are recording uh, in the light of day. I was just thinking that, like, we are not drinking right now. I was going to say, I have coffee in my system and not a a glass of wine. So um, if we seem low energy, that's why. Uh, Yeah, it's a different version of us this week. It is. It is much more professional. 
not less cursing I, though. I yeah, feel I like I'm say. cursing more. Depends <laughs> on how you define professional, but yeah, we're oh, a less sloppy, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah yes decidedly less goofy I yeah. would say, which I mean, maybe you hate that so if you do <laughs> let us know and we will never do this again <laughs> <laughs> yeah feel free to give us feedback yeah we love on the feedback. version of the version of ourselves you most enjoy hearing yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah. I support that yeah awesome well thanks for listening everyone we'll yes. be back soon and uh and stay nerdy yeah stay nerdy we'll, we'll talk to you later <laughs> yeah I bye guess. bye